When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best, what you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, yes. A hearty good morning to you, everybody. That's right. DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Rick just finished his nap, and he, he sounds a little, I think it's fair to say, a little hoarse post-nap this morning. How are you? I did not wake up in better shape. No. No, no. I expected the nap to like make me feel better. To buoy you. Yeah. That did, that did not happen. I expected you to have your headset as the music for the show hits. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have my headset. Yeah, that's right. And I had to run into the other uh, into yes. the control room oh, and no. grab my headphones. <laughs> that's what he just did. Yeah. That, that's exactly what he just did. Oh, no. That's right. That, that's what you just did. I, I understand that. I, I got to tell you, though. ran inside and grabbed him. RJ. RJ. He's putting his, he's putting his you can't. Why? That, I don't understand that's why. That's not your thing. That's my thing. I know. How quickly you moved from the studio to that side? Yeah, just wait till you see me at Pickleball. Gives me real hope. Yeah. yeah. Gives me real well, hope. I have, I have very little concern. <laughs> wow. That was good. Lightning. Yeah. I haven't seen that kind of agility in months. That's right. Well, because I, I had to. Well, you had the back. Now you're doing planking. That's Oh, the planking is terrible. <laughs> I like, listen. My arms are shaking. Well, that's hard. Oh, yeah. That's hard, especially on the ball like that. Very difficult. I'll do abs like that where you hold and you pull the ball towards you. Yeah, but you. you're in good shape. Uh, well, it's still hard, though. Th- three one-minute planks. Oh, God, you're an yeah. athlete now. Yeah, I don't know about athlete. that. I, I just want to have one one day of glory during the pickleball that's game. That's, that's it. it. One day of glory. That's all we need. And then and then I can re-retire. Give me all your money. Um, What did I want to say? Oh, big speech at Binghamton last night. Oh, you didn't send me the Zoom. Link. I didn't. Why? Because I didn't trust you. How did- two reasons. Two Honestly, two reasons. Uh, you want me to be completely transparent? Yeah. Reason one, I thought you could be like, excuse me, Dave. <laughs> it's me, Rich- Richard. Was my first concern. And my second concern is if you were on the Zoom call at Binghamton, that they would have actually brought you in. No. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, but I wouldn't have come in as me. Oh, you, I would have just joined. I wouldn't have said, like, hey. You know how, you know how to, like, change your name? Yeah, I wouldn't like announce Sven myself. In, in like, yeah, like, yeah. Rick DiPietro joins the Zoom. No. I don't know. Whenever you join, I see, like, Rick DiPietro. I know. I can change my name on it. I don't know how to do that. You're well, very I, technologically see, savvy. This is how I set up the group. You show. know who was on the uh, on it? No. RJ. RJ, were you really on the Zoom? I really was. I asked him what? at night. I said, "Hey, I would, followed up. I would love a link." Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's why your 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 stipulation wouldn't have worked, Rick. So I hop on. 
And I'm not Rick DiPietro. I'm just no. RJ, tell them about the the attendance. A lot of people. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of people. Big time celebrity you are. Well, so I, I can. I hop on there, <laughs> and there are, I don't know, like between fifteen and hundred people on there. Wow. And so everyone has a camera on though, because you can you can probably tell it's a, it's a thing from the. Prof- is this a night class, Dave, or is just like? I don't think this is a night class. I think this was like a, a, an event at night via a class. So engagement very high. Everyone has their cameras on except for like two people, me and somebody else. The after, after a while, I wasn't responding. The professor who organized this kept sending me messages. Turn on your who camera the hell are now. You? Yeah. Probably assuming who is this? I want to either note who's or here give or credit. give them credit. And so I kept ignoring it. And eventually, I was like, "I gotta get out of here. This spot's too hot." Wait, so, so you left on your own? <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Why would you leave on your own? Let us kick you out. He, here was my concern. This spot is too hot. <laughs> he was gonna. Why, why don't you? Why don't you log out and log back in as someone else? Here was my concern. He was gonna call me out in front of and make it a huge to do in front of everyone. Did you join as RJ? Yes. Uh huh. But he doesn't. I'm, I'm no one to him. Oh, please. You're you're a big deal. So so, what'd you think? You. Got the got the whole. It's, it, it was like it was like a book on tape. I got everything about Dave. I got I, one kid at one point. Dave opened up to questions. Dave's telling the story about how, and we we've all heard of how he's sleeping with his clothes on on the road, oh. calling games in in a hotel in Birmingham, with, Alabama. Oh, in a blood soaked bed. Oh. oh, and it's it's one of those moments you can realize how old we are. Even me in in my thirties. Dave goes, "How much do you think I got paid for that gig?" Kid goes, "I got it." Dave goes, "Yes." Eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you idiot. Eleven dollars. So, so my thought is, I, I had to get to Campbell University, take the team bus nine hours, yep. sleep over in a hotel, wake up, eat, go to the game well, well beforehand, do the game, get back on the bus, another nine hours, back to Bowie's Creek, back home. You're looking at forty plus hours. Yeah. I'm like, what do you think I got paid? Guys, like, I know, eleven dollars. <laughs> I'm like, no. Forget it. Now you ruined the whole thing. <laughs> All right, you, you, I was like, you, you, you moron. No, not $11. <laughs> but guess what? I got paid for that. It would have been funny if you called him a moron. Uh, $150. Bucks. $100. Yeah, well. $100. Yo, that's the same thing. Like, playing to the minors, taking those bus trips like that. Terrible. Dude, we had we would play three games in three nights. We'd play in, like, in, in Hamilton, bus 10 hours to another game. We had a game we played Friday, Saturday. Then we had to take a, we woke up at, like, I don't know, 5 in the morning or whatever it was. Flew from wherever we were to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Drove from from the airport up to Lowell to play an afternoon game. Three games in three nights. One, we we were playing Drake in I guess it's somewhere in Iowa, and we flew from like North Carolina to Kansas City, and Kansas City to Iowa. It took like a three hour bus ride, and I, I always remember. And like first quarter down twenty eight nothing. I was like, all oh, <laughs> this for for all that. But yeah, RJ, what, what would you say? Were you moderately? Be honest now. Were you impressed with my performance yesterday? You did a really good job. You did a really good job. Had some great stories, some nice name drops. You guys got got a lot of love. He said his he set his his stories up with great punchlines. Oh, what happened here? Oh, he's setting it up. Think you're going to get promoted? I got fired. Yeah. Guess who I took over for at night? I'm just wandering my way around New York. Stephen A. Smith. I mean, he weaved and he bobbed, and it was really nice. Killed Magic Johnson? Did you mention that? No, I didn't mention no. the murder of Magic. No, because that's not one of my proud moments. Nobody had any idea that Magic was going to die. <laughs> did you hear me talk about Rick? I did. 
How nice was I about Rick? Really, really nice. Really, really nice. Very complimentary. Wow, thank you. And and then so I'm like, all right, listen, let's open it up to questions. Anybody has anything? I feel like I'm like, you know, what what do you recommend? How can I get? I have a CMT. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. Yeah. I go, all right, go ahead. CMT. The guys on the show. I was like, no, <laughs> I no. He I listens said, to the show. I, they all do. They're nice. Yeah. There was like roommates on. Like we, we we have it on every single morning. We love the show. They're very thankful. It was great. They they love you. Like, but that's li- right out of your playbook though. What? Like for someone who listens to the show and the, the, you're doing this speech, knows that Dave's Dave's M.O. is make the question as uncomfortable as yeah, humanly possible. Yeah, but I wasn't, I was thinking like they would, They would. yes, that's great. But I was thinking they'd be like, listen, what what ad- career advice would you give me? Not, okay, cuddle, marry, trash, the three guys on the show. And I thought about it for a nanosecond. I was like, no, because this is going to get back to the guys, and I'm going to get in trouble, and I'm not well, doing it. Well, it's because RJ was on the Zoom. Yeah, but I didn't, know, I didn't know that he was consuming the whole thing. Sorry, right. I had a, a big Little League uh, Zoom last night. Big nice. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Um, I got to tell you, we're this close for me having a complete meltdown on the show today. Because uh, the Knicks? Yes. Well, they won. Which is why you're not going to get a complete meltdown. But had they lost that game? Had, it's so funny. So Alex is the voice of reason. They're down late, one point. I'm like, if they lose this game, I'm going to lose my mind. And he says to me, he goes, Dad, it's 1 of 82. Calm down. I go, no, no, no. One of, if you lose to the Nets, 1 of 82, fine. Do you know what the Pistons' record is? I said to him, they're like 8 and 49. Well, they were 8 and 48, yeah. 8 and 48, right. Yeah. So 8 and 49 now. You, there is no way you can lose that game. And to their credit, referees, whatever, the Knicks have gotten the other end of that recently as well. They find a way. They win. Signs the delivered. Thank you. I'll take it. That's it. I mean, that's, that's the only way to look at it. That's right. Because, again, you go back and it, it's funny how sports works. Right, sports karma, and I I believe in it. And maybe it's because I'm a goalie who believes that if you say shutout, you know, two minutes later they're going to score a goal on you. But this this happened to us in a game that we should have won against Houston, and we didn't. And we protested the game. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Probably not going to win the no, protest. Right. But you had a spot last night where I mean, you got Quentin Grimes cooking in the fourth quarter. Even Malachi Flynn was cooking for a minute, and it looked like they were gonna they were gonna lose that game. But Again, it speaks to how resilient this team is. They fought. I mean, they decimated with injury. I mean, your whole front court's out. Your starting front court is out. Right. And knowing that you got a game tonight against a, a Pelicans team that that's better right. than a, a, good, team, a good team, sure. They found a way to do it. You don't celebrate the win. You're not happy. You're not excited no, about only, it. Only bad things can come from that game last night. Yes. You can win by 50, ho-hum. You win by 20, that's nice. You win by three, whew, at least you got it done. You lose the game, you get crucified. Right, that, but that's what been, that is last night. No, I know we talked about it yesterday. It would have been nice to have one of those games where it's like, okay, uh, where Brunson can play twenty-seven minutes, right. of course, because we got one. We got one tonight, but that's not how it unfolded. And luckily, few. But I also say too, like, I mean, this is one of the reasons why the Pistons are now eight and forty-nine, because bad teams find ways to lose games, and good teams find ways to win games. Uh, and we got hosed last week against the Rockets, or right. two weeks ago, and we talked about it. We were horrified by it. Uh, last night, we got the good fortune of, I, I think, a. a a non-foul called on DiVincenzo right. late. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they, they admitted, admitted their that. mistake in the post game, Right. But again, also, I mean, having the opportunity there, I mean, Thompson has the ball and kind of doesn't end up having full possession of the ball. So DiVincenzo, the one that turned the ball over, kind of obviously dies at his feet. It should be a foul. But hey, I mean, you give him the opportunity there where you don't have clear possession. He makes a play. And Josh Hart, who played 42 minutes last night. unbelievable. Who's been great. I mean, it was the Villanova guys last night. They get the dub. But I mean... I don't know. During the course of eighty-two games, you're gonna have games like that. I mean, that's a it's a Monday night against the Detroit Pistons, and you're oh, all banged up. Listen, I'm I'm fine with it now. 
Well, no, I, I'm just I, saying, like, just as like as far as just so you know, like, it, it's easy for us in front of microphones. Like, that's the Detroit Pistons. Come on, take care of business. You know, get Jalen Brunson plays 27. You relax. You know, come back. Right. Playing the Pelicans tonight. They're all getting paid. They're all NBA players. I, I get it. It's a Monday night. You're banged up. It's it's I, not always I, I'm, easy I'm, to get up for those. I ones. totally get it, and I'm not remotely upset that it was that kind of a game. You want it. You sign for it, you get out of there, and you look forward. I'm just saying, had they lost that game, it's different. Because now we sit here and we talk all the time. The three seed, is it possible? The four seed, is it possible? When we have home court, you know, who are we going to get in the second round if we're advanced past one round? You lose game like that last night, that's destructive to you and what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's when you look back on, especially because you have a game tonight. Right. And now all of a sudden that loss turns and now it's two losses. Uh, So Gross and I, when we were talking sports last week, um, you know what? You're jealous. You're jealous. You're jealous. We had so many things. Jealous about. You're you're jealous. We had so many things to talk about last week. You didn't have. Okay. We had a lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah. So we said this four game stretch: the Celtics, the Pistons, the Pelicans, and the Warriors. Give me two and two. If you would have lost last night, now you're zero and two with those. You know, Warriors, Pelicans coming up. You don't like your chances. No, you're looking at one and three probably. If that, maybe right. Yeah. If that's but now, now at least you're one and one, so that's that's good. Yeah, l- listen. I mean, it's not it's not always going to be pretty. It's not, and, and I mean, I think you're in a spot now where it doesn't matter. It doesn't. They don't ask how. They ask you know how many wins at the end of this. I mean, this is this is a team right now that's just that's grinding, and you got to find ways to win games. And uh, again, I I think it's a lot easier to just say, hey, this is a game that this team should win. Yes, you're right. The Detroit Pistons are not a good basketball team, but they got they got some. Cade Cunningham's a good player. He is a good they player. They play hard, and you got to get up for those games. And it's not always easy, but they found a way. Thanks to, I mean, bad call, but whatever it is. Oh, I don't care. Of course, of how many games you're going to have bad calls. You had one, like you mentioned, against Houston that cost you a game. So you take it, you move on, and then, you know, you just hope to, to find ways to win games as you wait for OG to yeah, come you're, back. You're treading water is what you're trying it. to do. You're trying to tread water until until your guys get back. Uh, you know who's not happy at all from this last night? Uh, Tibbs? Uh, maybe. Oh, no, Monty Williams. Monty yeah, Williams. Was a stupid, ve- stupid answer. Buddy. Very, very, very upset. Here is head coach of the Pistons, Monty Williams. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've done it the right way. We've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Wow, he's not happy i got to tell you, though, like if you watch, I watched that play a couple different he's times. He's not wrong. No, I don't think he's wrong, but again, back to my earlier point where good teams find ways to win and bad teams find ways to lose. And I get the frustration from him. It's like you're trying to... It's tough being in a locker room with a young, you know, young team where they get accustomed to losing. You don't want them to accept losing, right? And eventually, it's kind of like you know, you have games like this where you feel like you should win. You get a bad call, and guys throw their hands up like, "Hey, coach, like, what else do we have to do?" And it's demoralizing. I understand that, but if you go through the course of that play where Grimes saves the ball out of bounds, Fontecchio has the ball. And Hart actually steals. Like, he doesn't secure the ball. Right. Hart knocks it out of his hands. Now, all of a sudden, DiVincenzo makes that bad pass to Brunson. That was a terrible pass. And then even Thompson, like, you go the one big dribble, and now it looks like you don't have possession of the ball, so it gives DiVincenzo or the 
the official to say, oh, uh, I don't know. And usually in situations like that, I've been a part of those. It's, yeah, let them play? Well, no, it's at home, first of all. Right. So there's always some home cooking from the referees. And it's also the Knicks are the better team. And it, they don't mean to do it, but sometimes that usually they'll favor the the better team in calls like that. But you give it, okay, is that a loose ball or does he have possession? I don't, well, let's let him play. It was, it was a bad, it was a bad no I call. I understand though. it was a bad call, but you gave the, you had two opportunities there. And then you still had, what, like three seconds. The Knicks are up one. He misses the foul shot. They get it back. He, and then he, 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 he misses one. He uh, he hits one. He misses the second, and then they they get it back again. Yeah, and the clock runs out. So, so yeah, Detroit did really fall apart, but that was very 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 close. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Jake M. Ha ha ha. Sitting here waxing poetic about beating an eight-win team. Pathetic losers. No one's waxing poetic. I, I didn't say really one positive thing no, about no. the Knicks win last night. Not one. I mean, they're, I mean, you could point to a couple positive yeah, things. Yeah, but you but know what? No, I, I mean, that, that, you were lucky that, to win a game. That, to me, is did you win? Yes. Check the box. Move on. I mean, listen, Brunson scored 35. He played well. He keeps scoring. He's a great player. But, Hard played well? Yeah, but I, I don't care. To me, how you got there is irrelevant. If you won by 50, the only thing I would have really liked is if you crushed them and you didn't have to yep. play guys a lot of minutes. Right. But you won and you get out of dodge. When did we, I don't understand how you could listen to the opening segment and think to yourself, guys are just drooling over the Knicks from last night. Because this is what your website, this is what it breeds, your website. Don't blame my website. This is what your website breeds, negativity, nastiness. Well, it's not supposed to. It has nice, fun-loving pictures you on the website. Bleep. This is what it does. A lot of bleeping. That's well, what your website is. It's not very nice. No one wax poetic. You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. Ha. I'm what just letting you know you as a you former bleep. as a former player of a professional sport, it is not always easy to get yourself up for a game like Pistons on a Monday night. I don't honestly I don't care. No, no, I'm just saying. So That's like, fine. like there's no reason to celebrate the win. Nobody's celebrating. No one's excited about the fact I think it was it was a hard fought game. You probably should have lost, but you found a way to win. And at the end of the day, when we go back and look at where they finish, and if it's, you know, hey, they got the three spot by one one win, not going to matter what that win looked like. Nope. As long as you got it. As, and, as long and, as if you got you, it. and if you, I, I will tell you this, you think I'm waxing poetic. I'm really not. If they would have lost, I would have been furious. Write a poem. L- l- what? Write a poem about the win. A poem? Yeah, a poem. Like, yeah, come on. A haiku. Well, I can't do it at the. At the a haiku. The, the drop of a I don't really understand haiku. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like. What RJ? Do you honestly, truly understand what what comprises a haiku? I think uh, no, <laughs> but I, I, I be- see. I, but I believe it's it's something to do with like the number of lines it has. I, th- I think it's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, and I think those are the only requirements. Yeah, I'm not for that. No, no. <laughs> but I, but I would write. Would you like a poem? I'll write a poem. Okay, but I can't do it right now. No, no, Can I'm I just, do it at the break yes. and like debut the big poem yeah. in the nine o'clock hour? Right, we'll have a little mute, like little uh, open mic kind of music. Uh huh. Like roses are red, violets are blue. The Knicks won the game, so go screw you. Like something, something like, like that. that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. All right, all right. Let me work on it. Okay, good. Throughout the show, yes. uh, I'm but a haiku feels odd. No, like no. I, I, mean, I, I want can't. you to have a space. I don't want any limitations. The haiku is a Japanese poetic form that consists of three lines with five syllables. In the first line, seven in the second, five in the third. So it doesn't need to rhyme. I like I to rhyme. You, yeah, right. Hickory dickory duck, something like yeah. whatever you feel like. Exactly. Little bo peep. 
<laughs> yes, that. I want that. Thank you, Raymond. That's exactly what I was looking for. He's got me his Andrew Dice play yeah, here in the o'clock hour. I was going to try to play it, but... Yeah, well, this is going to be so good. No, it, makes, it, 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 it could not be. But it, I'm going to try. It's fine. I'm going to give the effort. That's it. That's all I'd ask for. Write a poem. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that poem. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm going to do. Getting a lot of emails. Oh, God. Got a real... Oof, this is something about Ray. Another one? Oh, man. He did nothing. He said two words. And then he actually was right. He said what the haiku was. Yeah, No, Ray's great. I love Ray, but not everyone it's feels a, that way I, right it, now. It's amazing. I don't know. You have to tell me. Is there a show in the country on radio that has a more more polarizing producer than Raymond? No. No. And you know what the interesting thing is? Raymond, unbelievably polarizing. RJ... Not at all. Beloved. Like everyone universally Beloved. loved. But I, but I think that's good, Ray. I think it's good when people don't, because not, not everybody likes me. When people don't like you, that's good. It means it means you're making people think. So I think that's a good right. thing. You want to hear this email? It's up to you, Ray. Yeah, you, well, I mean, might as well. But you, I, I you may as well. You've put it out no, there. No, no, I'm not going to do it if you if you don't want it. Do you want Listen, the email? You, you've put it out there, so you may as well follow. Through. All right. It's it's uh, the title, Important, <laughs> with asterisk next to uh, oh, so the you, front you, and the back. You, you know it's important. Hello, Dave. I figure you're reading this as the show starts this morning. I just finished listening to yesterday's podcast and I have to say I'm appalled by Santiago. He says he's not going to listen to randoms. Newsflash, Ray, those randoms are the reason you have a job. Show some respect. Then he goes after you for not working as hard as he does. Santiago, let me break it down for you, buddy. Dave doesn't have to work as hard as you because unlike you, he actually has talent. <laughs> oh. Look around you. Dave is more successful than you and has a wife and kids. Rick, same thing. On top of it all, you have RJ, who is younger than you and still is better than you. You have a battling lack of self-awareness for a 40-year-old man. Finally, and I can't reiterate this enough, you are a loser. (laughs) Anyway, keep up the good work, Dave, Rick, and RJ. Santiago, go tweet about Dak's passer rating or something that'll get you a lady. All the best, Brad Johnson. Wow, quarterback! Yeah. I don't think it was Brad Johnson, Maybe. Super Bowl winning quarterback, Maybe. but I'm, I but I can't be 100 percent sure of that. Could be one time Florida State guy, Santi. If it does make you feel more successful to have a child, I will lend you Rocco for a year, I'm as good. long as you like him. <laughs> the, the stories about Rocco don't make me feel good. Hey, isn't today Milo's birthday? Today's Milo's birthday. Happy birthday, Milo! Number nine. Up yet. Nine. Yeah. All right, so. Let's revisit that. We will. Yeah. When I do the poem, maybe we'll yes. maybe I'll dedicate it to Milo. Maybe I'll incorporate a line from Milo in the poem. Yeah, did I? Rocco, we leave the house yesterday because we had to go do a couple errands. Leaves the house with two sweatbands on his wrist and a sweatband and a headband. Would not take it off. Melt up. W- were you going to work out? No. No. He just felt like that's what he just he wanted that was to wear. Because oh, let me ask you a question. Why did you make him take it off? I didn't. I He wore it. Oh, like, he wore it. No, like I mean, you sure like want to put a hat on? Like you should, no, I'm wearing this. So okay. well, I was like, well, why do you have the the sweatpants on? He's like, I, he didn't know how to answer, it, but he just they felt like he wanted to wear a sweatband. But like anything, just anything equipment wise, well, that's his look. It's his thing. That's his thing. It's his thing. He wants to be a big boy. I guess that's being a big boy. Well, I guess. L- let's go to Carl in Queens. Say good morning. Hi, Carl. You're on ninety eight seven. Uh, just uh, you played the Monty Williams sound. Someone should tell him no one cares about his eight win team. That's why they were. No media in that room. But um, if you look at it, DiVincenzo does uh, – I forget who number nine was for Detroit. He does lose the ball. It is a foul, but the worst call of the season, 100%, was in Houston with Mr. Gobble Gobble. Um, 
Carl, I, I will I will say this, and I and I know you're having fun with it, and I know that you don't care about Detroit. Right. N- none of us do. If the the roles were reversed, you would be livid if the Knicks got hosed like that last night. One hundred percent. But but that was not the worst call of the season, Dave. You know that. Uh, whatever. In, in that moment, he was obviously very agitated. Yeah, yeah. No, like you said, I'm having fun with it. But the two things that I want to bring up, where was this Alpha Quentin Grimes, Rick, when he was in New York? My God. And the staring down the bench. I love that crap. I mean, come on, man. And um, Well, you got to understand, too, that you got to understand it. It's different with, when you're all of a sudden now. I mean, you go to a team like Detroit that's not very good. And there's zero pressure on right. you. And it's, but it's a younger team, too. So he can be, he feels like he can he be can a take big, more of a leadership role. Like, more of a yeah. presence, yeah. He, he almost won, won them that game last night. And the other thing is, uh, it's very close. I understand why, why Tibbs is giving Burks the time. But I think Ducey, Ducey should be the guy in front of Burks. It, it's close. He, 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 I think he's close, Rick. Dude, and that they, second, uh, listen, I mean, the second unit period is just not not very good. Well, they, they're, the, the, the first unit would be the second unit. No, I understand that. But having Jalen Brunson off the court is not... It's when right, he comes the, off the court, the moment it's dramatic. Not, right, but you don't have OG, and you don't have Mitchell you Robinson, and you don't have Julius Randle. No, I understand that. And it puts a lot of pressure on Jalen, but you have possessions where it's like, what? It's terrible. What's happening It right is terrible. To the point where, like, Breen's pointing it out, I was like, whoa, this is kind of a it sloppy is. possession. It, watching the Knicks when Brunson is not on the court is absolutely horrendous. But this this is where we are right now. Now, hopefully this changes when some of the guys get back. Well, it's going to change. Not hopefully. It's going to change once they, once you get your team back and you're, and you're healthy. But it's just, I mean, it's you don't know when when these guys are coming back. Like, there's like it's not a foregone conclusion. It's not a OG, foregone conclusion. Well, OG's going to come back. We don't know about Randall and Robinson. I, I, your guess is as good OG's as mine. OG's coming back. OG's I, coming back. I'm confident OG's coming back. But it doesn't sound like anybody's coming back. Next week, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to wait three weeks for anybody well, to start coming back because I think we're in one of those you know, situations where the Knicks are a playoff team, so they want to make sure that there's no need to you know there's no need to rush these guys back. But for, for the Knicks fans that are watching these games, like, hey guys, hey, come on, let's speed this thing up. We need you back here. But yeah, but you don't want to do that because no, you got you got to think long term, right? You got to. I mean, it, the the goal is to be to be healthy once we hit the playoffs. But still, like, I mean, to have once you bring in OG. I mean, by the way, too, like, and this is just off same topic, but different, like Leon Rose brings in Hart, they go on a run, fits in immediately, brings in OG, they have one of the great, like, what are they, 14 and two in January? Right. And you could just, that that's the thing that's frustrating is you could see it, you could taste it, you're like, wow, there's a real chance we could be the two. Yeah, seed. you're right. It was, right, it was right there. It, away. Got, it got ripped away because of injury. You're right. Yeah. Um, email from Evan Cook. I've uh, decided to defend Ray here. Nice. He he made a call on Thursday. Yep. Stuck with it. He's getting attacked left and right over a decision he had to make because RJ was sick. He does phenomenal work. He's great at what he does. Keep up the great work. Is it possible this is all RJ's fault for calling out? No, RJ was sick. It's no one's fault. No, it's no one's fault. I think it, uh, seriously, the more I think about this, I think that Raymond was trying to be a really, because Raymond's a really good guy and he's thoughtful, did not want to just throw this in Tom Bauer's lap. I'm telling you. Okay. No, I mean, Tom Bauer that, takes public transportation in the morning. He could have said, "Why don't you, why don't you work on on the open on yeah, your you understand, though, too, the train Tom, ride but, in?" But Tom not doing the show like it's easier for Tom when he's doing the show during the week because he actually knows like the sound and he's heard things, so he can kind of it's easier to that, craft. The open. How about this? I'm willing to do this for Raymond. What if Raymond does the Thursday open and knocks it out of the park? Makes people forget that we missed last Thursday's open, and because it's, so, it's so good. So you're so selfless, you'll let him do the open. I let him do the open. You really are such a good guy. That's why I got this email. 
Just a quick message to say to the boys on the show. Rick, don't ever take off again. Dan sucks. Look forward to 6 a.m. when you guys wake me up in the morning. Hours at work just breeze on by. Keep doing what you're doing. Rick, you're the best. You ever feel like we've crossed the line with these? Uh, no. I, I, I There's just, no crossing the line on the show. We Here's the crazy part. If they allowed us to get away with more, yes. it, would, it, it would be way worse. And I actually truly feel that this is Rick. And I, I'm not. A, I'm not angry at you. He set the tone of this is going to be a locker room open season, anything goes kind of show, and that's what we are. So you can't walk it back now. No, this is what great teams do. Look at the Knicks. What was the other day? I mean, it, who who dunked the ball? Uh, Santi, you'll know you're at the game when uh, Brunson gave him the thumbs down. Was it Bogdanovich uh, last night? No, yeah, it goes up for a dunk. Yeah, and, yeah, it was. It wasn't the prettiest. Right? Then, it, didn't it they take on. shots at like Archie Diakono? Oh, like, can't yeah, score. Yeah. Rush him. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, he well, he, good he, teams he do. said, "How would you rate the dunk? It'd be a zero. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. And then they make fun of everybody. That's what we it. do. We 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 are the Knicks. <laughs> is what we are. <laughs> they, they we also, are New York. And we love basketball. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Shot clock turned off. Divincenzo, 10 seconds, throws it away. Referees don't call it. Brunson picks up the loose ball. Shovel pass hard. Lays up. Good! The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. It's not always going to be pretty. This is a team right now that's just grinding. You win by three. At least you got it done. I thought it was a good hard-fought game. I thought they played well, and I thought we battled. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. All right, this is it now. Big 7 o'clock hour. Within this hour, we have the um, the start of the 45, 50-minute uninterrupted segment from 7.35 all the way till 8.25. It's a lot. It's nice, though. It is nice. Because you know that we're going nowhere for that 50-minute no. segment. This is a nice chance to kind of spread my wings, too. Yeah, and then you go get the the, the breakfast. It's before, though. Right. 
Well, sometimes it's during. Depends well, how that's when I got to get a bacon, egg, and cheese for him, and I got to sort through uh, disgusting-looking bananas. I think it's easy what I do. There's two different trays of bananas, too. I got to go to the back tray, uh-huh. check those out, and I got to go to the front. So right I'm, I'm being told by someone with knowledge of the pickleball match, yep. there's going to be a lot of single ladies there. <laughs> Why? And uh, I don't know. Oh, for Raymond. Raymond should wear his best suit, is what I'm being told. No, I don't think he's a suit. No, but just right, right, like very nice coiffed beard, like the whole the whole thing. Raymond, maybe you listen. Maybe you show up and show off some of your athleticism. Maybe you get a little involved in some pickleball. Would you take RJ as a partner and maybe battle? Show off that pickle, a- Anthony and Bauer. Probably not going to be there. What a great it's idea like that you was. Don't listen to me. What? You might be there. You don't well, know well, you, yet. He doesn't want to go. He you doesn't got no want, faith. No. What do you mean? We have faith? I want you to be Neither there. Of the two teams. I want you to be there. Well, but but what are the odds that those two teams are, or one of them is playing at noon? It's possible. Seems early. If it's a 7 o'clock game, you're fine. You go in, show off your athleticism, beat up on, on Anthony and, and Bauer. Meet some single meet ladies. Meet some single ladies. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's when you find the one. You never know when you're going to find the never, one. Never. Nope. I'd blind date. So it's mine. Yeah. Blind date. 20 years later. What a story that would be too, Raymond. How'd you guys meet? Pickleball. Pickleball event. I, mean, I could see it now. Marcia, how'd you meet Ange? I met her here at a bar. In, this, in the studio? Yeah, in the studio. <laughs> I met her when I moved, uh, two years after I moved here. Uh, at a bar. Oh, what is the name of it? Uh-oh. It's you better remember this. She's gonna she's gonna be very upset. Lace. No. Was she performing? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> That's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. I have to look it up. It's, we used to go there once every year. Uh pandemic killed that. I will I will I used to know the name. I forgot the name. So was it like a love at first sight kind of thing? I think for me it was. She we actually have had this conversation. She's w- you and I? No. Oh. Uh she does not believe in love at first sight i normally really? i normally don't but i was like you know what in that moment i was i was taken well because it could be lust at first sight right because how would you know did you guys hook up that night no nothing not even you a kiss good night get like the digits small small kiss small Ooh. kiss With lips involved uh, yes well, what, what what else what, could be what a kiss on the be cheek involved? what's the lips involved but no, 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 I meant like, was it on the lips? Kiss with lips. Well, no, I had, it wasn't like an Eskimo kiss. That I realized. But I'm saying like, were, were, no, was rub, it a lip on lip they, kind of kiss? They rub noses and eyelashes yeah. together. Like Eskimos. But if, I just said that was my joke. Botanica. It's a bar downtown. Botanica. Yep. Very small. You, you want to hear my story? Uh, yeah. So talk to Sherry on the phone for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Got off the phone, told my roommate, I'm going to marry her. Wow. Well, because you knew. I knew. Well, you know, your past wasn't great. Forget about my past being great. But it's she, pretty easy it was to just, see. When you have the conversation, you feel like there's something really there. You were engaged. I was engaged. Yeah. A lot of a lot of ladies bore me. <laughs> what? You know what's troubling? <laughs> I could see you telling them that. You get five minutes he's in. Absolutely told, he's absolutely told the woman that. Got to tell you, Jess, you bore me. You bore me. I told the woman on a blind date once. <laughs> we're on a blind date. We're sitting there eating. I was like, I, I guess, can I be honest? She's like, yeah, of course. I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> I said, I said, the fact that we're actually getting a meal. Dave is literally sat in front of a woman like Dave Chappelle in that Prince yes. This bores me. This bores me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I get bored very quickly. So what'd you do? When she, once you told her she was boring, you just, that was She's it? She's like, we should probably go. I was like, we probably should. And you just paid and that was it? Uh, that was it. Wow. And you picked up the tab? Yes, of course. Oh, nice. You didn't I, feel bad about it? No. 
Like you hurt you you couldn't just sucked it up. Well, I didn't say you're a bad person. No, but you couldn't like just sucked it up. But why? Well, I don't know. Who, who, who wants to sit there on a date knowing it's going to lead nowhere? That you have zero interest. All right. You're wasting time. Listen, it worked out in the end. Absolutely. I don't want to waste time. All right. All right. I don't like spending time with people that I don't care for. That's understandable. So I, I got myself out of that nice. date. Yeah. All right. I also once broke up with a girl that, that said she um she didn't find Woody Allen movies funny. <laughs> and that's why you broke up with her? Yeah. I was like, I can't I'm sorry, I can't be with you. Because you knew it just that was going to be the thing. I knew that that if, if you Her don't sense find of humor was not going to. If you don't find a Woody Allen movie funny, we have a very dissimilar sense of humor. And I was like, "That's it." Hey, you're smart. I mean, if you said the same thing, I, I I think Seinfeld is a bad show. I'd be like, you know what? There's some real red flags there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, listen, it, it, I can't I can't say you're wrong just because it's worked out so perfectly for you. So whatever you did was was the right thing. I, I am insanely in love. stubborn. Oh yes, yes, in, in love as well, yeah. but insanely stubborn. Well, like, we know. like I, I will not yield my beliefs for anything. Uh, we we recognize that you made your best friend have waivers at his birthday party. We go, we know. Yeah, you're a psychopath. I have some issues. Lovable, a, a lovable you know what? psychopath. A lovable psychopath. Mm-hmm. I think that pretty much defines me. Let's go to Mike in uh, Williamsport. Hi, Mike. Hey guys, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So. I did something. I, Dave, I don't remember. I, I wrote your Sports Jesus poem months ago. Oh, okay. I loved it. I'm firing back with a little quick haiku. Okay. Let's, All right? Let's hear it. All right. And first off, let me just preface it. Outside of the lines and the syllables, I still don't really know if there's supposed to be significance to it. But here we go. Rick, Dave, Ray, RJ, the best radio show ever, Refrigerator. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> is, that, is, is that a haiku? I don't understand haiku. I don't know. I, I think it applies. It it's does. Seven, what is it? Seven five seven. Seven five seven five. Five seven five. So refriger, refrigerator is five. Right. Yeah. So that's a haiku. That's a, I guess. That's this very is, funny. But this is why we didn't want you haikuing. Yeah, I, 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 I have you. the I have the first line to my poem. Mapped out here. I got to go in and see if the other refrigerator in the garage is closed. It's a lot. I got to tell you, I went through my my, my pre sleep ritual last night. It's got to be cleaned up. How so? Are you it wasting takes, time? Wait, Inefficient? Wait, wait, wait. It's like 35 minutes. What do you do for 35 minutes before you go to bed? I go to the bathroom. Okay. How long does that take? Well, I don't know. And I got to floss my teeth and then I got to brush my teeth and okay. I got to clean the retainers. It's, a, it's too much. <laughs> it's weighing me down. Don't you sleep in the retainers? Yes, but I got to clean them before I. I don't clean them when I take them out in the morning. I got to clean them before I put them back in. Okay, I got to soak those. I got to floss. I got to brush the teeth. It's it's too You're much. You're a neurotic, huh? Yeah, well, it's it's. I got into this rut. It's thirty five minutes. I'm killing at least at least twenty good minutes of sleep out the window. And and sleep is at a premium for us. <laughs> Hell yeah, RJ has a thirty five minute routine before he gets into bed. You don't think you could. Cut out maybe a couple things. I think maybe yeah. Well, I'm trying to. Um, this is me. This is me recognizing it now. Well, what 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 is involved in retainer cleaning? Well, I got to get the water hot. Okay, let's get to run for a second. And I take that. Then I got to fill up with the the mouthwash. And I got to put some. So, question for you. Yeah. And then and then it soaks or no? It soaks. Yeah. So, couldn't you do that after you take them out in the morning? Let them soak for a good portion of the day. I could. And then they're ready for you at night. But also understanding the time in the morning is extra premium. Rather waste time at night as opposed to make potentially being late for the show. You know what you need? What? Who's that guy in Mr. Deeds? 
The butler. Oh, you need, yeah, the, with the foot fetish. You it's need, very sneaky. You need one of those. A butler? Yeah. yeah but I don't Please, think the let me touch your feet. But I don't think the butler would help my my pre my pre sleep routine. And then, and then he would rub your forehead just so you I could. Don't know why. Not off. I would like that. RJ, you get a call tomorrow. Cassie would like to hire you as the family butler. One hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars salary, full insurance. You're the butler. I think you got to give it a long look. A long look. Long look. You would seriously consider being the butler. How do you not? He's got full benefits. Full yeah. benefits. I, I, would, I would be standing Place outside, outside the bedroom fully. So you would do it in, too? In the full tuxedo with the oh. cloth and the, and, the, and, the, and the tray and, and, and everything. How much time off do I get? Uh, uh, well, you come four on family, weeks. You come on family vacations, yeah. Oh, wow. Four, four weeks. Four weeks and vacations? Yeah. Wow. Me, the DPA chosen Brian. I got to tell you. <laughs> I got to tell you right now. I'd like a butler. I got to tell you right now. I would you say 165? Yeah. To have Raymond every day standing outside my bedroom in a tuxedo, 200 might be worth it. Yeah, <laughs> might be money well spent. I mean, I think we've stumbled address, upon something here. Address Milo as Master Milo. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, Master Milo. Oh, no, you can't do that. It'd be like the toy, the Richard Pryor movie. <laughs> Young Master Milo. <laughs> um, you got an email from Mac J. Woody Allen sucks, and so do you. That's Ooh. nice. Is that to you? Yeah. What'd you say, Raymond? Wait, what? Can you repeat the email? She said, Woody Allen sucks, and so do you. <laughs> Seems nice. It's not great. Did you hear what um, offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills, Deion Dawkins, said yesterday? Yep. This is not very nice. Oh, uh, it was not very nice. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson. You know, we talk all the time about um, Joe Douglas and hits on all these draft picks, and that was a huge F. Lakin Tomlinson well, such was, for him too. was a tremendous failed signing for the it's Jets. It's my fault. How so? Because he slapped him in the face with a well, tortilla? Yeah. I mean, had he won that, maybe it sends this whole thing in a different direction. Stayed healthy, though. I can't believe how bad he was, stayed though. Stayed healthy. He yeah, did. He stayed healthy, but he wasn't good. Right. But now, I mean, you're looking at, we have... So what do you what do you need, What do do you you have on the offensive line right now? Well, depending on what... Two guys? Do. Right. Yeah, well, do you have a you center? You have Tittman and you have Vera Tucker. Yeah. And that's it? Yes. So you need two tackles this offseason. And a guard. Well, depending That's on what they lot. do with AVT. AVT told us he wants to play guard. Right. So let's just assume that he gets his wish and he plays. So you're going to need a left tackle. A right tackle. Right tackle and a left guard. In one offseason. In one offseason. In a year where you need to make huge advances to be a... a so you figure you draft one of ten. Right. And then you'll try, I mean, you have to sign, sign one as a free agent. Too. I mean, AVT hasn't stayed healthy. As good as, he's, as good as he is, he hasn't stayed two, healthy. Two severe injuries the last two seasons. Season enders. So, so you draft an offensive line, best offensive line that you like the best at 10. You sign one as a free agent. And then you try to, to draft the guard later in the draft? Yeah, well, you sign both. Or you try to sign both. You do you realize that the Jets tackle. are going to put themselves in a situation where they're going to... It gonna, doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay, you can't. It, the, the focus has to be this season. So you're, you're going to mortgage everything here. You have to. You no choice. There's a lot of work to be done. Um, draft less than two months, by the way. I know. Well, RJ, RJ. Yes, Dave. Uh, when do you anticipate we're going to be having uh, one Melvin Kuyper on? So I was going to ask you this. Yeah. Do we prefer this week? Because. Does he go to the combine? No. He gets more work done at home. (laughs) He's like a a head coach. I have a, a little birdie that tells me. New Mel mock draft, I believe. I believe. Coming out tomorrow. Oh, I mean, or I'd like him tomorrow. Or do we wait until next week when the combine has taken shape and Mel has gathered a ton of nuggets? And while it's not, I mean, come on, 
not direct reaction to the the new mock, he may have more nuggets. Well, might I throw a suggestion out there? Yes. Can we incorporate? It? I don't want to make this all me. I want everyone to sign off and agree on this. Can we start to incorporate Field Yates on this? So the plan's gone. I like Field yes. very much. He's very much involved in the draft now. He does a podcast with mm-hmm. Mel, and oh. he's and he's a friend of the show. Okay, yeah. And we don't have to send him stuff. Right. For now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time out here for a second, though. Do we have to run this by Mel first, though? <sighs> See, it's a great point, but let me ask you this. When Mel does other shows on the station, does he run it by us? No, and it offends me, but it's Mel Kuyper. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? It's like... So here's what I say. So the, the mock drops tomorrow, RJ? I believe so. So I think we define when it's dropping, and then we book Mel for that day. When we have Mel on that day, tomorrow, Thursday, whenever it happens to be, we run it by him. Would you be okay if we start to have Field a little bit? You're still our guy, but we'd like to incorporate Field a little bit into the show. Make sure he signs off on that. And then, and, and then, then we get field next week. And then we get field next week with his nuggets. With his nuggets. Okay. And then we and then we bounce back and forth. All right. Like like a servant volley. Okay. So field. today then. Mel. So today then. Mm-hmm. I will have to go through all the. I'll have to order all the stuff for the whipped cream shipment. I think that's true. Okay. All right. I'm gonna make chicken cutlets today too. Oh really? Yeah. That was the the request. Milo's, for, for Milo, Milo's that's what he wants for his yeah. birthday. Yeah. That's nice. Does he help so, at all, or is it uh, no, for him? No, I don't think he wants to. He, he wants to just he put just his feet up to, on the couch. Right, just relax. Uh, now, do you to present him with Ray the butler today? No, no, no. Winthrop's apparently in now. He wants the job. John wants to be the butler? Yeah. Said he's in. He's going to give up his, his cushy job as PD here at the station? Sounds like it. Oh, that tells you a lot. To be the butler. Be the butler. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, though, Raymond in the tuxedo. Well, you would would, would you want your butler to be that stuffy, though? No, he just said he would do it. Ray, you'd want to wear the tuxedo if you were the butler? Well, it's usually what the job requires, isn't it? I don't, well, I don't, I don't think there's any that. necessity. I think it. I mean, maybe like it, if we're, if we're doing like a nice nice dinner, you show up in the tuxedo. What about if I? Hey, Raymond, pool needs to be cleaned. Do you go in a little bikini? Do what needs to be done. <laughs> he would strutting around in the bikini. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, we've been here for a long time. Art has been at the station since 11 years. Is 11 coming years, up. yeah. 
Well, Raymond he's, more than that too, right? What? Raymond's been more than that. I, I mean, I asked Raymond, but I think Raymond, Raymond is probably approaching twenty. Twenty? No, no, I, he's only th- actually. I think tomorrow might be sixteen. Sixteen, 16 years. What do you get for fifty? For fifty, like a little button. Mm-hmm. I got a Mickey Mouse pin. No, I got a Mickey statue. You got a statue? At 15? A Mickey sorcerer statue. I'm 13 and a half. You wish. Well, you wish too. (laughs) Be good for the show. I think it'd be too much. If I'm being honest. I totally agree. I think it'd be too much. Who would want that? Right. I think in theory it sounds great. No, I don't even think in theory it sounds great. I think in theory it sounds great. No. I'd be strutting around oh, the studio oh. right now with no pants on. I totally, I totally believe that to be true. Into you. I totally believe that to be true. <laughs> I'd just be standing oh, over your shoulder, right on the table. <laughs> it would probably sound like that. Um, Thirteen and a half years here, though. That's a long time. That is a long. I time. I think I'm ten. That's amazing. It goes by fast. So we're all double digits here. All double digits, I think. Yeah. How about that, RJ? You've worked with a lot of hosts here. Uh just about just about everybody. At some point, I've. I've been traded by both of you at various points? No, 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 no. No, no, you, you, left. you left us. Left us. I don't have the power to leave. Um, favorite show you've ever worked on? I think you should make the right decision here. I want you to make the Seems honest decision. Seems like a pretty decision. easy answer. This, I mean, it's, it's, this is a great group. I would say, <laughs> see, the, the. He's so diplomatic. Well, the K show when we were really pushing. That was a time. I'm not going to lie. That was a time. RJ, pick the favorite grouping of guys you've ever worked with or girls you've ever worked with here. Mm. This this current group? Uh-huh. Have you ever worked with a group of girls? Yeah, he had uh, Gigi. Oh. oh yeah. I meant on the I meant on air. Uh, no. I think Bonnie Bernstein Gigi was good. for you. Very Gigi good. was good. But so, there's a... Yeah, but, but it's close. It's very close. And the winner is, though? This group. But it's close. Hi, Robin. Narrow. Very narrow. Over the K show. Yeah, but that was that was the time. I won't lie. You, so you miss them. Yeah, there's moments. They miss him. There's moments well, where yeah. I they love him. There's moments where I, I I I miss that that time. I mean, like around two thirty when your alarm goes off. Would wake up at. I mean, for my twenties. What time did you wake up when you were doing that show? Uh, Seven thirty, eight o'clock. Why? I'd get here. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had no children. Yeah. Well, I, that's how I would start my day. I'd get in by like 10 to 10.30, do the show 3 to 7, and then go gallivanting. And just paint the town red. Uh, sometimes. Went to a lot of Knicks games, a lot of Rangers games, Yankee games, Mets games. I was man about I, town. I got some, uh, gym. As much as a man like me can be. Some NFL news for you okay. guys. Yeah. This uh, is courtesy of our friend Adam Jet Schefter. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers are releasing two-time Pro Bowl linebacker Shaq Barrett. Uh, Barrett had a $15 million option bonus due next month. Instead of collecting it, he will now become a free agent. We are here, people. We are here. NFL free agency is, what, two weeks away. Franchise tag deadline day is Tuesday, I believe, March the 5th. We'll get into the whole Saquon thing and what the Giants should or or shouldn't do. Um, What does that smell? I don't know. It's like a menthol. Menthol? Yeah. I don't smell it. I have no menthol. I just had a I had a I had a I had a blueberry muffin protein bar. Does it smell like menthol? No, it's delicious actually. I don't know. We're being poisoned, maybe <laughs> through the air vent. <laughs> Why would we be being poisoned I, right now? I don't know. The K show. They want RJ back. I don't know. All right. Anyhow, uh, Deion Dawkins was on um, Vlad TV, whatever. In fact, that is. This is offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. He doesn't like. He doesn't like the Jets. 
He doesn't like Michael Clemens. He doesn't like any of it. Well, Michael Clemens, he definitely doesn't like. Well, he, he calls him out by name. Here is uh, Deion Dawkins. You get into it with the Jets. Yeah. What happened? Weirdos being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdos being weird. You know, I don't even want to get a man no credit talking about him, you know. But number 72, Michael Clemens. Michael Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Boy, I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are awesome. When it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport. And then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. Like, those are a bunch of dudes that just want to take pictures on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's whack. Like, I play this because I'll die by it. Clemens, look, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened because you know I want to. Look, Quentin Williams, solid. I respect the dude. Quentin Williams is valid. I like him. When Todd Bowles and was there, I respect him. Temple guy, too. Couple guys. Even there like D-line coach Ryan Davis. He was one of my teammates. Cool. I'm going to get them off the grid. Now the rest of them don't care. Don't like you. You care about this at all? No. Means nothing to you. No. You I'm like it? He doesn't like us. You like it. You're right. So did you see the clip of this? Or you're just listening? To I saw head? him sitting there with no shirt on. Yeah, no shirt on. Yeah. 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 So the guy talking about them they just wanted to be on Instagram and everything else is wearing nothing. No, just, yeah, no shirt. A lot of tattoos though. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um. No, I like he hates us. I hate him. I hate his team. We should hate him. Of there course, should you be should some, hate each some, other. some unlike. Maybe, and maybe I, I wouldn't say it was just like uh, Quentin Williams, uh, awesome. I mean, I would also say. I mean, I'd put C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams. I mean, there's there's plenty of guys that are about ball. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. I mean, although he's very active. I mean, first one to respond to this was guess who? Sauce. Sauce. Yeah, but Sauce is not going to miss a moment on social no, media. No, right. But it would be nice at some point. Like I got I got mad about this the other day. It's just like, hey, let's. How about we win some first before we're so quick to. Be chatty? Be chatty. Uh, absolutely. In, in fact, the chatter you are, the, the more embarrassing I think it looks. Just shut up. You've done nothing. Well, I mean, personally, he's done a lot, but just as a team. As no. a team, you've nothing. done nothing. No. You don't go to the playoffs. Nope. 13 seasons. Wait, which is, I mean. It's amazing. So 14 of 32 teams make it to the postseason every year. Not far from 50%. You haven't gone to the postseason since 2010. 13 seasons. Yeah. That is really unbelievable. It's gross. God, that has to change this year. Well, if it doesn't, everyone's fired. Everyone. Quarterback gone? Uh, <laughs> you yeah. don't make the playoffs this year. You I'll go 8-9. and nine. If he plays well, if he, I mean, if he plays well, you're going to make the playoffs. But if he doesn't, I mean, uh, is he okay with bringing in a new coach? So you, that's what's you, happen. You guarantee, though, if he plays well, you make the playoffs? See, I wouldn't make that guarantee. Well, how could you not? Because I think that this AFC is loaded. I know, but their defense is great. Okay, could you play well and not win the division? Yes. Okay, so now... That's that's four spots that are taken. You're now fighting for three, right? Yeah. Look, look at could the, could the Browns be better than you? Could be. Could the Chargers be better than you? Mm. Could the Dolphins or Bills be better yep. than you? I mean, could the Texans be better than you? Could the Jaguars be better than you? Again, I think that there's a chance, and I'm not saying this is 100, percent but I think there's a chance the Jets are good and still don't make it to the yeah. Post but I also season. think you need to recognize how bad the offense has been. And it's how been bad horrendous. The quarterback has been. So horrendous. Aaron Rodgers plays well. Yeah, I like our chances. A lot. A lot. I do. If Aaron Rodgers has a good season, I like our chances to be a playoff team. They have to be a playoff team. But you could go 10 and 7 and not get in. Could. Right? Yeah, you could. So, I mean, Rodgers could play well. You go 10 and 7, and you still don't get into the postseason. Mm. Yeah, but I'm telling you, with this defense and whatever upgrades they make, because they're going to have to make upgrades, uh, if he plays well, they'll make the playoffs. Probably, but I'm, like uh, this AFC was really good last year. I think it's going to be better this year. 
I mean, we didn't. Nobody knew about Houston. Now Houston's a team that you look at. You're like, oh god. No, right. Okay, but still, I mean, Denver doesn't have a quarterback. Vegas doesn't have a quarterback. Okay. Tennessee. I mean, so, so go through the teams you think are not good. That's three. That's three. New England. Uh, New England's it's four. Okay. Uh, the entire AFC North is good. Right. AFC East outside of New England, good. Right. Um, South. Yeah, South. I mean, uh, outside you gave me of- Tennessee. Houston's good. Jacksonville's good. Indy should be good. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, it's uh, we talked about it last year. Chargers, Chiefs, four teams. That's it. So seven of twelve. If you if we're right, and those four are, are irrelevant, seven of twelve will get in. Mm-hmm. Which means that five teams that you look at right now and say that's a pretty good football team will not get in. Right. But there's no there is no there is no other option. This is not this this can't be one of those. Hey, we won ten. You know, we won ten games. We're building towards something. No, you're building they towards to, nothing. They have to make the playoffs. Right. Uh, I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this either. Apparently, the K show attacked RJ yesterday. That's not very nice. RJ, did you did you hear about this? It's because they miss him. I think. Um, receiving multiple reports that they destroyed RJ on the K show yesterday for leaving. Said worst decision he's ever made in his entire life. And I just got an email that said very much the same, and, and that they were extremely nasty and hostile towards him. And this man is like, hemming and right. And you, and you love them, and you love them. I look back on that time fondly. They don't. Yeah, well, they think that you're a a jerk, a traitor. It's unbelievable. And you're going to defend them, right? Between him, Bauer rooting for someone else, I don't understand what's going on. Our show is just overlooked. Maybe people don't like us. Could that be it? How could they not like us? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm going to maybe, I'm gonna have to reassess, maybe. And we're very likable. I think. Oh, we're funny. Good teammates. We're witty. We're clever. Bright. A lot of knowledge. A lot of knowledge. What's not to... I don't know. RJ, what's not to like about us? There's nothing not to like. Yeah. So why, why is the K-Show right there with us when they speak so nastily about you? I look back on the time. I'm telling you. But they don't. Well... I guess two different. They're clearly, they're clearly offended by RJ's decision. Well, I think you're allowing. I think you're allowing the sleep schedule to cloud your judgment. I picked you guys. Barely, barely. You've been with us for years. We're we're on on the the rise up, and you're ready to jump off. Yeah, I'm not jumping anywhere. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. We let you on the roller coaster. Most people wouldn't. We let you right on. Overlook the size. Nope. Get in there, buddy. <laughs> God. <laughs> what? What? Am I wrong? What, he had to pass the are you this tall sign? No, I didn't make him do it. I no. overlooked it. But he would pass. Yeah, he would pass. Yeah. But hey, his, it's his choice. Yeah. If you, RJ, you want to go, you go. I'm not going anywhere. All right, fine. I'm here. Whatever. Set you free if you want. Who would you want to bring on to the show, though? Uh, I would miss him too much, so I don't want to have No, I didn't want to think about it. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Raymond, he crossed the line no, I between like goodness and, and evil. <laughs> RJ heard it. RJ, were you, were you not taken aback by that question? All you have to know is Dave, who's scared of basically nothing in the honesty den. Ended the conversation by saying, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> so that sounds like a... Well, because it it's personal. Like, it's very I didn't personal. Ask how you oh, like, did like, it. Per, like, personal ever stopped you before. No, I didn't no, Ray, ask how you if you, did if you heard the question, you would be taken aback by the question. I thought it was a RJ fair question. I didn't ask uh, how. The second you asked it, RJ got up and ran out of the well, room. Well, it's because we're going for a dunk. No, it was just coincidental. He got up and ran out of the room. Well, had we, have to know what the question had was. We I'll been, tell you at the break. Had we been planking... I wouldn't have been able to ask, ask you the question. That's right. So, so had you asked the question while planking? You would have fallen down. Mm. <laughs> you would have. 
I wouldn't have. If you'd answered, I would have fallen down. Uh, I don't feel comfortable answering that. That was a good question. It 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 went too far. That was the line. That's the line. Okay. I think that's the line. Now that we know. Uh, let's get to some of the callers. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Julian in Manhattan. Hi, Julian. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. What do you got, buddy? It's my second call. I'm still a bag of nerves. Anyway, um, let's go Knicks. I, I loved that game last I mean, I really didn't love it. Came away with the win. They, they did what they had um, to do. happy with it. Yeah, they did what they had to do. Jalen Brunson is all over the floor. He could have gave me a better fourth quarter, but he's doing everything. What else, what more do you want him to do? You know what I mean? Um, Alec Burks now, I don't know. I didn't really like him when he was a Nick a few years back. I don't know if he's getting comfortable again in the Knicks uniform, but I like I like Bojan. You know what I mean? That's my boy. Really not too fond of Alec Burks, but listen, last night I feel like we, we were old one, and that one was for Houston. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. We know. Well, we, we got you. Yeah, we know. Uh, no, again, last week we started the show. We're screaming and crying and upset about that, that loss to Houston with that awful foul call, and last night it benefited the Knicks. Right. So what goes around comes around, right? That's it. Listen, the team, I mean, right now, when you look at what they're dealing with injury-wise, I mean, it's just in having, you know, a back-to-back now. Would you like the game where it's, hey, you're playing an eight-win Detroit Pistons team, take care of your business early, give Brunson, Hart, give those guys a chance to kind of take it easy tonight so, you know, they have the energy to go against the Pelicans? Yeah, that's what you would have liked. That's not how it turned in, out. In a perfect world, yes, right. but here's what I needed last night. I needed the Knicks to win the game. The Knicks won the game. I can deal with it, and I move on. I didn't. I don't need style points at no. this point, as banged up as they are. Right. So, I mean, you take them when you move on. I'm not going to sit here and wax poetic about it, but they. I mean, this is what this team does. They're resilient. They grind. Good teams find a way to win games. You know what we didn't even mention today? What? How great was that block by Hartenstein on the alley-oop? I know. What a play. Well, you love him anyway. I mean, he's like one big, of your favorite players. Yeah, big fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody's favorite player at this point is probably Brunson. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if no. probably. I think most. Okay. Uh, but, but I mean, like, as far as does the dirty work, didn't expect a lot from him, and he's way better than I anticipated, Hartenstein is that guy. Right. Yes. But those are the guys. That, I mean, this is why you love this team, though. That's what they, that's what this group is. It's guys that do are willing to do whatever it takes to try to win. And they show up every day, and right now they are, they are grinding through a tough stretch where they don't have – I mean, you know, the, your front court is gone. Correct. Gone. You got three of your starters out. And guys have expanded roles now and they've done a good job. Twenty and nine at the garden. So there's a legitimate home court yep. advantage now. Which I think was I mean, probably to your benefit last night with not making that call. A little home cooking. Yeah. You're the better team. Wh- which team So the Knicks are in the four spot right now, which I really would love to get out of. Question for you, two questions for okay. you. Okay. Would you rather finish six or four? I would rather finish four. I know you're probably thinking that's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. My, my rationale behind it is I want to try to avoid Boston as long as possible. I know, but you could also that could also mean you play Milwaukee. Oh, I think well, it would. Well, my assumption is you're going to have to take on Milwaukee in the second round, regardless. Well, it could be Cleveland though. I mean, if you finish, I guess if it you could. finish six, could be Cleveland. All, All right. right. It looks like if you finish, I mean, you finish four or five. Now you're looking at probably. The Heat of the Sixers. Heat or Sixers and then the Celtics. So, Milwaukee is two games ahead of you. But Milwaukee is not playing great basketball. It's hard to envision catching them, though, being as banged up as you are. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you're dealing with the injuries and everything else. And they're starting, I mean, they're still trying to find their way with Doc. I mean, playoff series, why, though? I mean, you're talking about still, 
I mean, Giannis. They're loaded Dame. With, with Dame and Giannis. Uh, Philly, I think, will fade. Miami, two games behind you, two and a half, right? And then it's it's Indiana and Orlando. I mean, every day, it's very fluid. It's going to depend on matchup, too, man. I mean, it's just the one thing the Knicks do struggle with is length and size. Well, especially when you don't have your guys. Right. And just even even when you have your guys, it's still something that they struggle. Well, if you had Mitchell Robinson, you had Randall, and you had OG. I'm saying offensively, be... though. Oh, offensively, yes. Yes. But uh, listen, here's the thing. And it's been a while since we've seen it because they've been dealing with all these injuries. Before, before OG and Randall went down, when you looked at what they were doing defensively and offensively, they had that team, that starting five, the way they were playing, had a legitimate shot. Because, I mean, like... The way they were playing, I think they were one of the best teams in the NBA. Right, and it's, again, I mean, you're talking about the second OJ get, uh, OG gets on the floor, you're like, okay, defensively, this is going to be, it's going to be better. It's what you needed. The, the, you know, the starting five was not what Tibbs wanted defensively, mm-hmm. but then to see what it turned into offensively. I mean, there was that stretch in January where I told you, like, per 100 possessions, they were the, I mean... Oh, they were smashing teams, too. Best in the NBA. Yeah, they're playing great basketball. I mean, there was a, a thought that, I never thought this, but there was the thought of, can the Knicks win the championship? People were starting to talk about, can they go to the NBA Finals? Like, it felt like we were at the point where the expectation is they were going to go to the conference finals, which I don't even know is appropriate, but it feels like that was kind of building and trending. And it's weird now because we're in that spot with all the injuries where it's kind of like a wait and you're kind of like in this wait and see. Like, you know what they're capable of doing when they're healthy. But now you have to see if you're going to get back there. No, yeah, right. But you're also at the same time, like, it's a weird place to be in because you're still concerned you want to finish as high as possible, but you also know that. By the time the playoffs hit, if you're healthy, you you're, still... You're a problem. You're a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Subi in Midtown. Hey, Subi. Hey, I just want to know your guys' opinion, if there's a fair Jaden Daniels, Lamar Jackson comparison, and then if the Giants can make a power move if they pick Daniels and get another uh, top-notch wide receiver in the first round to uh, pair up with uh, Jaden Daniels in the future, because Lamar Jackson didn't play... Uh, every down in his first season. So I just know that they can build with uh, Daniels and a good wide receiver. That's all I got to say. Well, re- remember, and this is the, the great thing, is if you draft that quarterback, if he's not ready or you don't want to start the season with him, Daniel Jones can be your quarterback. Yeah, you don't have to. There's no rush. So you're in no rush. No, there's no rush. And you slowly build to it. And at some point, you rip the Band-Aid off, and then you, you hand well, the keys to that depend. guy. I mean, the answer to this question, too, it's going to depend on, I mean, are we talking about getting Jane Dan- if we get Jaden Daniels at six? Well, if you get Jaden Daniels at six, could you move back into the first round? If you the, want. I mean, you, yeah, you have two twos. But, you listen, you need a lot. You need everything. The Giants need a lot. What, what do the Giants not need? Uh, they need offensive line. They need offensive line help. They're probably going to need a running back. Yep. They, they need a quarterback. Need a number, you need a number one wide they receiver. They need a receiver. They're probably okay at tight end. Waller's going to be. Waller and. and, and, uh, and Bellinger. Bellinger, probably fine, no? Yeah, fine, but I mean, I don't. Uh, you can. I don't trust Darren Waller. I, 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 fair, but I don't think you. You don't like. No, you don't, of no, all the not, things you no, need, you don't need. You a need tight a number end. one wide receiver more than you need a tight end. You need a, so everything on the offense you need, right? Yep. Defensive line, you need someone to get to, go, to the quarterback. I think defensive tackles you're probably pretty good at. Mm-hmm. You can use another linebacker, although Karake was excellent, and you need more corners. And who knows what they do with McKinney? With McKinney, yeah. Not going to franchise him either, by the way. No, listen. I mean, it, there's. It was pretty clear this season that there is a still a, a huge gap talent wise between right. Dallas, Philly, and the Giants. Right. I wonder yeah. if Philly's gonna gonna slide though. Feels like there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot going a lot on. A lot of chatter, that, right? A lot of going. I mean, there's a lot going on in that locker room right now. A lot. Then, then it was Hassan Reddick wants out. Then the report was no, no, he doesn't want out. Now it's like they're fielding calls on Hassan Reddick. Right. AJ Brown, just, same thing. Like, right. there's, yeah, there's a lot of uh, discontent in that locker room. Sounds like, which is great. 
It's great for you. Yeah, I love it. And you're trying to figure out if the coaches can handle it all. I, I don't feel like I, can. I would not buy into him. You not believe like in that. Nick Sirianni? Right now, no. I do not. And then you, you see the success that Gannon and Steichen are having. Right. It leads you, kind of pushes you towards a, well, maybe it was more those two than it was actually Nick Sirianni. I mean, Steichen, they both did a really good job. It's a great job. I, it's, it's weird, because what did the Cardinals win? Four games? Uh, sounds about right. So, so they went four and thirteen, and we're sitting here saying, "Boy, what a good job Jonathan Gannon did." And, I, were, and I think he did. He did a good job, though. They but, were. I mean, they play hard the whole season. But how weird is it to sit here and say they did a really good job on a four-win football team? Well, they're also dealing with just. I mean, they get Kyler Murray coming off an ACL. Right. They lost James Conner to injury. Right. So I mean, they dealt with a lot, but they fought. They James uh, Conner, boom, boom, boom. Right. And one of those four wins came against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There goes Rodney Moore. Bye, bye. <laughs> Plus he, plus he had set the expectations so low with the so like the first taste we got of him when he did his whole shroom, shroom, like that was that wild. was weird. Good, good. That's yeah. I didn't have high hopes for him. Well, Welcome like, back. We'll take Who shots. Drove over here. <laughs> I mean, Who took the bus. Oh, could you imagine that? No. You meet your head coach. Who drove? No, but maybe took the bus. But if you think about that personality, like maybe it was a personality like that that was kind of maybe connects with the players. Oh, but was maybe good for Sirianni though. Because he sounds like he's a loose cannon. I, I I told you this a while back, just to refresh you. I am not judging coaches based on initial press conferences. I'm not doing it. No, you can't. Joe Judge, I thought was great. was a disaster. Sirianni, I thought was a disaster. He was good. Right? They were this close to the Super Bowl. Gannon looked awful. Now everyone likes him. I'm not doing it anymore. All right. I had a hard time with Joe Judge at the beginning. Well, some people thought he was a, a phony. Yeah, it was a little bit fake. Fair. Guy sniffed that out immediately. All right. Immediately. All right. But but my point, I'm not no, doing it right. anymore. No, like, well, a guy's not, a bad press conference doesn't mean he's going to be a fair. bad coach. It's not fair. Like, because you don't know. Like, I mean, he just could be not okay. great in front of I a I mean, Adam, Adam Gase? He, you, dude. Eyes all over the place? Yeah, but he had you in a trance when you You liked him. him, too. He was a nice guy. I know. A very nice guy. He was very engaging. charismatic. He fooled you. Well, well, you know, no, he, you know he, what I like? Dude, he was with us for like 30 minutes. We were at Jets camp. We did an interview. I know. I was there. Oh. We went to break, and then he sat with us and, and chatted with us he for was, another, he, like, 10 minutes. He was very nice. He was, McCagnon he, he, was good like that, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't think of a Jets coach that would sit and break bread with you like that. Ever. I can't tell you how many guys I played with that were like that, that just knew exactly how to handle the media and fans, and then you get them in the locker room and they're complete pieces of crap. I don't understand how that works, though. If you can if you can handle the media and the fans like that, you should be able to handle the locker room like that. No, they don't. Like, the guys, they're just not good guys. The, the, like they're just bad teammates. They, they can't fake it enough. No, no like it's just because they have no, they don't care really. It's just like how they the outside sees them. Right. They, they just want that public perception. Yeah, like they'll have all, like they'll just like go out of the way to know they'll know all the media names and bring them all. Oh, this guy's the greatest guy. And you're like, come on. You know what would help them if they could be naked, invisible, invisible, mm-hmm. and then they could find out what people are really there saying some, about them. They, they listen. There's some games. Where I saw my number on the board. I was like, oh, I wish I was invisible right now. I don't. I'm I don't sure. I'm sure you anybody. did. I'm sure you did. It scares RJ. I'm enthralled by it. All right, let's break. 1-800-919-3776. The Knicks, good win? I don't know. Necessary win? Absolutely. We get back to the Knicks. 1-800-919-3776. ESPN. And now, a word from True Green. Are you ready to elevate your lawn game without breaking the bank? True Green has been the trusted choice for over 2 million homeowners for over... 50 years. Visit TrueGreen.com today and discover the easiest and most affordable way to achieve a pro-level lawn completely guaranteed. Plus, enjoy TrueGreen's verified price matching, ensuring you get the best lawn for the best price. Visit TrueGreen.com and transform your lawn effortlessly. That's TrueGreen.com. Your dream 
Lawn is just around the corner. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.